Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. How you be on this Thursday? Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. One Bills Live is the show on a very wet and soggy day here in western oh New York. Oh my gosh, we live in a fire hose. Poor man's car wash today. Oh I almost washed my car yesterday and then I saw the forecast and said, forget that. Just leave it outside. I'm good to go. It's like, you live with, it's like we live in a sprinkler system. It's it's, it's been, like been all morning, no let up, no nonstop. It's been coming down for sure. It's melting the last of the snow that's kind of hung around. It's so bad. Well, that's all right. that's cool. You know, the lake's still not frozen. No, it is not. It's not going. You're to, expecting is it? a beating in March or the end of this month. Mm, here's what's going to happen. This is my my incredibly you're put your uh, meteorology my incredibly hat on? accurate prognostication hat on. <clears throat> We're going to get a nice little winter kiss goodbye, like some point, like after we think it's already gone. Like April? Something like that. <laughs> it'll be, we'll be playing golf, and it'll be nice. It's going to be, ah, oh, this is awesome. And then we're going to get one last little, Ugh! Yeah, if you remember last year. We're, it's going to happen. I think it was St. Patrick's Day. It was 70 degrees. And yeah. my wife was convinced that spring was here. She brought the front porch rocking chairs. She said, get the front porch rocking chairs up from the basement. We're putting them out. I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I remember that. Don't be duped. <laughs> and she was completely fooled by fake spring. You know it's going to happen. We're going to get that one last little snowstorm that's going to be like, what, really? It'll be gone in a couple of days, but it'll just be, you know, one last little thing that steals two days from us. Yeah. Maybe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fully anticipating that. It'll happen. Yeah, we're not done. Yeah, we'll get snowed on too again. Obviously, it's early February, so it's. But I'm saying it's it's gonna get hit and miss. I remember, I think it was, oh, like 2012 or 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. We had a year where we were on the golf course March 11th and played every day. Oh, so it never went back. Never went back. So fake spring was real spring in that instance. Fake springs was real spring, and we were always, you know, you're always packing the extra layer, and you didn't really need to. The whole trip, it was really nice. Well, that's great. That was one, the one that stands out in my mind. The one exception. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm fully expecting a kick in the teeth somewhere April, May. All right. 
Well, I'll uh, yeah. I'll try to block that kick as best I can. <laughs> block that kick. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got some Bills news here. A uh, couple of notes, as a matter of fact, not only on the coaching front with assistant coaches coming and going, reportedly, but also concerning DeMar Hamlin. As we saw late yesterday afternoon, Bill Safety DeMar Hamlin was named the winner of the NFLPA Allen Page Community Award for obvious reasons, you know, his community efforts with his Chasing Millions Foundation, uh, the work he does in his local community back in Western PA and McKees Rocks. Um, so he was the award recipient yesterday uh, at the Super Bowl where, you know, they conduct a series of different events through the course of the week, including introducing the halftime performer. And they have a press conference, among other things. But the NFL has their things. The NFLPA has theirs. So this was an NFLPA award. It's one of the highest awards given uh, to a player by the Players Association. And the NFLPA made a donation to the Chasing Millions Foundation in the amount of $100,000 with Hamlin as the winner. So uh, DeMar spoke briefly to the press in attendance at that NFLPA press conference, and we're going to play you that comment from Hamlin now. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Uh, just thank God for being here, and um, thank the other guys who were nominated for the for the award as well, who you know did the did the work in their communities uh, alongside of me as well. Uh, giving back to my community has always been a, a big part of who I am. Um, thankful to my father who's right here behind me. Um, growing up, just watching him do community days in our community, and uh, I just always was waiting on my time when it came. One of my favorite quotes, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Um, with that being said, I plan to never take this position for granted and always have an urgent approach in making a, a difference in the community where I come from and also communities across the world. So nice job by Damari yesterday in accepting that award. Good to see him out and about. And, um, yeah, we'll see where things go for him uh, concerning a possible future playing career. There was a comment made by NFL Players Association medical director. David Sills is the league's medical chief medical officer. Dr. Tom Mayer is the NFL Players Association medical director. He was on a Sirius XM doctor radio show yesterday called Heart to Heart, and he was asked by a caller if DeMar Hamlin will ever play again. And Dr. Mayer said the following, quote, I don't want to get into HIPAA issues, but I guarantee you that DeMar Hamlin will play professional football again. Now, that's just one man's opinion, but that was that was pretty eye-opening to hear that. Yes. Um, I don't know that any of us expected that to even be entertained. I mean, we're not even, what are we, a little over a month removed from the cardiac event to begin with? So I was kind of surprised to see that kind of chatter out there. But that is what he said yesterday. I guess we can all take it for what it's worth, Steve. But I don't know that the team or even DeMar is ready to go down that road yet. Yeah, and perhaps he has spoken to DeMar, and DeMar is going to give it a shot and has told people that he's going to try and do that. We haven't heard anything from him regarding that, uh, obviously. But it's I think 
when you say stuff like that, it's up to DeMar, whether he wants to give that a shot again, whether he wants to yeah. try that again. And, and uh, certainly he'll, you know, the doctors are going to have an enormous voice in whether that happens or not or whether he's capable of doing that or not. But certainly he looks, hey, he looked great in accepting the award yesterday. He sounds great. Uh, seems to be himself um, as he has been since uh, he started making public appearances. So it's, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be fantastic to see if he can do that. Uh, what a testament to uh, the guy he is and the help that he got as quickly as he got it. Yeah. So we'll just wait and see where it goes because, again, it's one man's opinion. Granted, it's a professional one. Um, we don't know what his knowledge of DeMar's case is, although I'm sure the PA had him look into it as their chief medical officer. So we'll just wait and see what comes of it at the appropriate time. Wild um, wild trade day in the NBA. We'll get into that in a second because we don't see trades like that in the NFL, maybe with the exception Oof. of some quarterback swaps. But, my God, it was nuts. But quickly, the other two Bills notes concern coaching changes. The first, Dan Graziano of ESPN is reporting that the Los Angeles Rams are going to hire Bills assistant offensive line coach Ryan Wendell to be their head offensive line coach. He's been here the last four seasons with the Bills. Obviously had a playing career with the Patriots from 2009 to 2015. You know, played in some playoff games and won a Super Bowl with them over the Seahawks. Meanwhile, NFL Network's Mike Garofolo reported yesterday, after we were already off the air, that the Bills are hiring Al Holcomb as a senior defensive assistant. Holcomb was the Panthers' interim defensive coordinator and assistant head coach this past season under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. And if you look at his coaching history, he's been in the NFL since 2009. He's worked for the Giants, the Panthers, the Cardinals, and the Browns in his career. Spent four seasons under McDermott in Carolina from 20 to 2013 to 2016, where he was the Panthers' linebackers coach uh, under McDermott. So nothing official from the team, but those are the reports that are out there. And he'll be a senior defensive assistant if, in fact, that hiring goes through, according to reports. Uh, yeah, this happens a lot, but will a, a coaching change like this, the players and coaching staff are really going to feel it. Fans are going to be like, it'll be a hard time they even knowing the guy exists, you know. There'll be a different coach up sitting in the booth in one of the slots. But it could be a huge plus or minus for both either team, the Rams or the Bills. could be a huge plus or minus, or it could be just something that we never know about and, and we read about in the paper like we just did. Like, you know, you hear it reported, then you never think yeah. about it again. It's, but the players will notice uh, and the coaching staff will notice because they're going to be – you know, different family member. It's, it's that simple. I found this quote, which came from a Panthers reporter, pretty interesting, on Al Holcomb. It came from veteran NFL linebacker Frankie Louvu, who has made his bones in this league mainly as a special teams linebacker. But in any event, he said the following about Holcomb this past season. Quote, Al, I can say, is one of the best linebacker coaches in the league as far as coverages, scheming it up, and putting guys where they find their strengths within the defense. Now, 
the reason I found that interesting, Steve, is because we know the general philosophy of this defense under Sean McDermott is to keep it simple. You have rules you can fall back on, even if you're not lined up in the best possible play call and you can still live to fight another play. And it's all predicated on allowing your players to play fast rather than be compromised by thinking too much because your scheme is too complicated. We saw that with Rex Ryan when he was coaching this team and this defense. Uh, McDermott's approach is completely the opposite. So I see this quote where he talks about Coach Holcomb scheming it up as far as coverages. I mean, they're all scheming things up. Don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I have to believe that we've reached a point not only in this team's development and the build and whatnot, but also we're at a time in the league where just lining up and playing teams straight up, there's got to be more to it than that, yeah. if, especially if you're going to beat the top-end quarterbacks in the playoffs these days. Yeah, teams are too talented offensively, and the, and the rules are slanted too far to that side of the football, in my opinion. So I wonder if this is kind of a realization like, hey, here's a guy that knows how to scheme it up sometimes and throw some curveballs at an offense or an opposing quarterback. Let's get his brain in the room, too to try to come up with some fresh ideas for a staff that's largely been together for the better part of the last five or six years. Could it also be, and you heard, you heard him say this, he's a phenomenal linebacker coach. Could it be posturing in case Tremaine's not there? Oh, and use scheme to kind of well, cover least, up what you might yeah, lose in exactly, athletic ability. Exactly. Or maybe I suppose that's possible. Get more guy, get some more guys up to speed to, to help with that. If Tremaine doesn't get signed. Yeah. Back. I mean, Bobby Babbage did a hell of a job last year taking over for his dad as linebackers coach. I mean, Mm -hmm. Edmonds had a career year. Milano had a first-team All-Pro year. So I don't think it's that. I I, I tend to lean towards – I think they're looking for a fresh mind with some fresh ideas for a scheme with a staff that's largely been together, huddled in the room, same group of people for the better part of the last four or five years. I think they need some new ideas brought to the table – to try to throw some curveballs at some of these top-end quarterbacks that seemingly have all the answers against Buffalo's defense, yeah. despite the fact that they've had extraordinarily successful regular seasons. Yeah, you need a dissenting voice once in a while. Somebody say, well, I get all that. What about, you know, we should, what about this? Why don't you try this, da 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 you know, do this thing. Uh, it's just a different idea. You're right, Brownie. Um, there could be a little bit of stale – yeah. Staleness in the air over there. Maybe they sense it. Maybe they're looking at themselves. Shake it going, up a little bit. And we're doing. You know what? We need some. We need some fresh eyes. Let's get somebody. So they bring a guy in. That could be some of it because this is the kind of time of year where staffs will go back and look at what they did, when they did it, and why they did it, how they did it. Uh, talking about schemes, personnel deployment, all the things that they look at, and do some self evaluation. Say, you know, we were all thinking the same thing. Maybe we need somebody who's not thinking the same thing. Well, I yeah, and I and I know. Fans have pointed this, Bills fans have pointed this out on social media, and it doesn't go by the board on me either. Their last three playoff elimination losses uh, of an accomplished, high-achieving defense in the regular season has given up 27, 42, and 38 points in their last three playoff elimination losses. That's a problem. So... I think it's wise to try to come up with somebody that can shake things up a little bit and maybe have some different ideas to bring to the table. And 
you know, if this hiring, in fact, does go through, hopefully Al Holcomb can bring that. Yeah, well, um, yeah, sure. Um, it, it can help, but you still need to fill out a roster with some really good players. That is true. Um, to make it work. So I, certainly there are coaching staffs who get more with more out of less talent than other coaching staffs would. And I'm sure this te- this team is going to try and maximize their coaches and get the most out of their players. Yeah. The better players you have, the better you, you play. Good players make you better. Um, Brandon Bean is as crucial to this as anybody still. The NFL Honors Award Show is tonight in Glendale. Josh Allen, is, is it in Glendale or is it in L.A.? I think it's in Glendale, it's right? In, uh, I think it's in the Super Bowl city, yeah. yeah. Um, Josh Allen is up for league MVP. The other nominees are Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson. Pretty steep group there. Head coach Sean McDermott up for NFL Head Coach of the Year. Deion Dawkins is the Bills team nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And up for NFL Fan of the Year is John Lang, Bills fan who is better known as Bills Elvis. So uh, we'll see how they all fare tonight. NFL Honors airs tonight on NBC and NFL Network simultaneously and begins at 9 p.m. And that is in – at Symphony Hall in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, it's in Phoenix. Okay. Not Glendale, where the stadium is, but in Phoenix. That's fine. Um, elsewhere around the NFL, which, by the way, is brought to you by Collider Health, the official health care system of the Buffalo Bills, NFLPA Executive Director Demoris Smith, Steve, has called for the end of the NFL combine. He thinks it is wrong to force NFL prospects to submit full medical information on themselves, which could obviously compromise their draft value. Um, He would prefer to have regional setups, I guess smaller, lesser-sized versions of the combine in different areas around the country. Of course, he wants the NFLPA to orchestrate it. Um, because he knows the NFL makes money off of it. But I don't see how you're changing that one. I really don't, because every NFL club will tell you flat out the number one thing they get out of the combine is the medical evals on all the prospects, because it is a quintessential part of assessing the value of a player. I mean, if they have chronic problems they're going to get knocked for it and you would completely understand why it's a sport that depends on a player's physical abilities so if those abilities are compromised because of medical issues the team's not going to want to draft them as high why is that so hard for demoris smith to understand is he just posturing here i mean you're not changing the combine i think so i i don't get why I don't get the problem. It, it is it be is it so that they can keep medical problems secret? That's how he made it sound yesterday. I was totally perplexed. So I think, like, I don't I even th- know if you got a leg to stand on there. No, because what are you doing? You're making the game more dangerous for those guys. I mean, basically, you're saying, listen, keep your medical problems that will cause you to be a, a put more at risk as it for an injury, so these teams will draft you higher. Forget about the risk that you may or may not know about. I mean, there's been a handful of guys over the years who have been 
Failed. Failed because they got no. You, you got spinal stenosis. Yeah. You can't play football you can't anymore. Play fo- you should have saved that guy from paralysis. You you can't do that. You right? Or you've got a you've got something going on with your heart that what, didn't they find? Well, no, I went to a Division three school or whatever, yeah. and they didn't they don't check for heart murmurs or whatever that is. And I well, you you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I, I really um, think he's a little off his rocker with that one. And I'm not saying it's. I'm not. Yeah. It's wrong to lie to get a job. Yeah. That's basically what you're doing. It's wrong to lie in order to get a job. Yeah. It's wrong. Now, I know people do it. I mean, we've heard all this, you know, fluffing your resume. And you got people resume. in Congress doing that. <laughs> you know, you got all that stuff going on. So I get it. But it's wrong. And you can't – I think it's wrong to criticize a – process that keeps people from doing that yeah so i i don't know that he's got a leg to stand on but you know yesterday was his day at the microphone so i guess we shouldn't expect anything different the only reason they started doing the combine at all was to make it more economically feasible because these teams will not draft a guy unless they can give him a medical a physical period end of story you don't want to give us your physical yet what do you uh, fine you're off our board you are off our board and that that's going to exclude more guys than it includes. Yeah. I mean, certainly there's going to be some guy. you know, if you get a guy like Miles Garrett at the top of the draft, you think, oh, okay, well, maybe you don't take him in the top five. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and certainly, I know for myself, when I was coming out, man, fine. You want to give me 20 x-rays? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If I get drafted? Zap away. <laughs> yeah. That's the way they. That's the mindset. These guys, they're there to impress these clubs. Yeah. So I just don't think he gets it. There's a part of me that's just like, I don't know. I I could never see Gene Upshaw taking this position, and I think it's due in part to the fact that he used to be a player, and he was around in the days before the NFL Combine even existed. But I still think he would have a better grasp of this than Demora Smith, you know. So, I don't know. It just seems like completely out of left field. So, it, it it boggled me a little bit. Couldn't understand quite what he was driving at with that whole stance. Uh, the Cardinals have basically leaked through certain reporters that they are not going to name a head coach until after the Super Bowl. Now, reportedly, the field has been narrowed to Mike Kafka and Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals and the OC from the Giants. What would prompt them to wait until after the Super Bowl? Here are my thoughts. Their coaching candidates, of which there are two remaining that we know of, might be interested in hiring members of the Eagles or Chiefs staffs for their coaching staff. And maybe they say, all right, well, if you got three guys from that staff that you want to hire and promote to be on your staff, maybe we just wait until after the Super Bowl. Um, Maybe you want to get the full breadth of media exposure and doing it Super Bowl week, it'll kind of get lost. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But I'm having a hard time finding another reason why, if you have your guy, you're not just naming him. Like, what's going to change between now and Tuesday? 
or Monday. Yeah, the availability of, to assemble their staff probably. Right. Maybe, I mean, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing that, I can that think makes of. Some sense. Um, I would say that those guys probably have an idea that of who that's it's going to be, whether it's going to be Kafka or Anarumo, and they're not letting them, they just they're told them to say, listen, give me the give me this Sunday, and then we can do it on Monday. I'll do it the next day. But there's a couple of guys on this staff that I know will come with me, and we don't want to. I don't want to upset this apple cart before I get a chance to win a world championship. You know, so. That makes a lot of sense. That's the only thing I can think that's holding it up. I mean, it makes some sense, yeah. Because you got a brand new GM, you know, he wants to make a good first impression with his head coaching hire and all right. that. And Monty Ford is—it's like he's still sitting out there. They haven't named anybody, right? And and who knows? Maybe the Colts are in the same boat. Um, of course, they're beginning a third round of interviews, according to reports, which is almost unheard of. I don't know what they're doing up there. It seems I don't know that anybody does. It seems dopey to me over there. I, I, I get And I'll say, look, three Chris, interviews you Chris need? Ballard, Chris Ballard is a really sharp guy, and he put together a really good roster and, and a nice organization. But the way they've handled this ever since, since before they fired Frank Reich has been highly dubious. They, you know, they were, they were, and I know we could you could tell by the the rhetoric coming out of from the podium on the press conferences when they announced it when they were switching quarterbacks and going from Matt Ryan to Jake Erlinger, Sam Erlinger, Sam, Sam Erlinger. Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, that guy, <laughs> who that Steve did, couldn't even remember. <laughs> that was not a football decision, right? That was not a football decision. That was that was an, a higher level decision, either Ballard or the owner. I would bet owner, but and when it didn't work. And wh- they whoever, went to the next guy, the, Nick Foles. Right. And that was after they'd, they signed him. Mid- he wasn't there to begin with, I think right? he was. Was he? Yeah. So they go to Nick Foles. That didn't work. Once again, under probably instruction from the same chain of command. So they don't, none of that worked. So they fire the guys. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So and now... I. I'm telling you this. They're going around on this. Yeah. They've interviewed everybody in the National Football League for their head coaching position. And and their interim coach wasn't even from the National Football League. So they're sitting there. And I'm telling you what. Who, who is ambitious, who wants to be a successful head coach in the National Football League? Not just a head coach, but yeah. a successful head coach wants that job. There ain't nobody. Maybe not. If you got if you feel like you're going to get a shot at some point and that's uh uh you want no part of that. They're, I'll bet you they've got more than one no thank you in those that round of those rounds of interviews. Oh, I would say that's safe to say for sure. Cuz they don't have an answer at quarterback right now. Now they do have a high draft pick so they could quickly remedy that. But you don't like what you're hearing. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm your guy, but thank you for the time. Yeah, kind of thing. I really appreciate the opportunity, but I don't think this is—I'm the right guy for this. Yeah, yeah. That's we uh, we are talking Super Bowl today because we're just a few days away from the big game, and topic of conversation for you, either on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live or on the phones at eight zero three zero five fifty. 
1-888-550-2550 is what will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl? What or who, for that matter? Um, fire away. Let us know what's going to tilt the scales in favor of one team or the other in the Super Bowl on Sunday. 803-0550, the number to get on board. Open lines for you there, one 888 And I will say, Steve, I think top to bottom, the Eagles are the more talented roster. Um, I don't know, though. There's something about the Chiefs. They just seem so resourceful. They just yeah. they maximize opportunity. Uh, they maximize players who may not be as talented across the board as the Eagles. And here's the other one for me. They have a coaching staff and a majority of a roster that has been there before. There's only a couple of guys on the Eagles that were there in 2017 when they won the Super Bowl. Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, um, Barnett, a couple others. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have been doing this year over year for a while now, too. Yes, yeah, and I don't like think that should AFC be lost. Championships in a row, three, a Super Bowl, three of the last third, four, yeah, third in the last four years. It's, yeah, it is old hat for them. And I think you're right. The thing that the Chiefs do better than anybody is they, in crucial situations, they throw the football to somebody other than Travis Kelsey once in a while. They give those guys a chance. Now, certainly Kelsey makes hay against everybody they play. And there was a stat out today where in the play in NFL history playoffs. Uh, only Mahomes and Kelsey have individual superlatives that sur- that are the best in NFL history. You know, c- uh, completion percentage, quarterback rating, interception percentage, stuff like that. And and Kelsey catches yards, touchdown, all that stuff. Uh, yards per game for Pat Mahomes, he's got more than anybody else yards per game on average uh, of anybody in the playoff history. It's it's amazing. But that those two guys are the engine. But that, but Reed, Andy Reed and his staff, they get contributions and they spread it around enough to make them impossible to think about just, you know, triple teaming Travis Kelsey and daring him to beat you with somebody else because yeah. they will. And they've shown that already in the playoffs. I mean, the Bengals were double teaming Kelsey a lot. So what did they do? They changed his alignment instead of an inside alignment, they put him out wide which now opens up the middle of the field because if you're going to double-team Kelsey and he's all the way outside, now there are voids in the defense in the middle of the field, and Mahomes was exploiting the heck out of that. And they had to say, well, screw that. We can't double-team Kelsey outside. And then they go back to Kelsey, and now he's making plays. they're, They're very good at pivoting off of what that opposing defense is doing. And I, I just think their collective experience in this big game, along with there's just this certain amount of moxie with the Chiefs. I don't know. I think I think Philly is the more talented roster, but I don't know. The Chiefs somehow find a way every time, even in an instance where they might be outgunned in terms of talent, still might be able to get it done. So we're talking to you about that. What will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl? 803-0550-1888-550-2550, the number to get on board. We take a break here, but we're back with your phone calls and your tweets next on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 